Hello, my loves. Welcome to this episode of the Ayurvedic Therapist. I am currently back in Canada in my Caledon home uh, with my family, and the holidays just ended, and I have kind of I'd taken a pause from the podcast since the last episode that I did back in beginning of December. And uh, the only reason that I took a pause wasn't just because it was the holidays and it was busy with family and all of that, but also there was something inside of me that really needed to pause and reflect before I spoke. And I think it had a lot to do with the affairs of the world and the war that is going on right now. Well, there are many wars going on in the world and many of them we don't even hear about. But particularly, you know, the war in the Middle East and between Israel and Palestine. And I think the reason why it really affected me in a way that I had to go silent was because it it really rang close to home because, you know, I'm a war child and the first eight years of my life were in a very similar type of war and seeing the images coming out of both places uh, was deeply hurtful and just like many of you um it was hard for me to even digest what's happening and so I can't explain it it's really interesting that my entire being went quiet and I couldn't just show up here and you know talk about the uh different things that we normally talk about and pretend that everything's okay And I even had my friend Lisa, many of you know Lisa, um, that I did an episode with. And we talked a lot about being in the jungle and how it has changed our lives. And she even told me, Paris, I can't, I can't really say anything right now. I can't make a post. And I feel like when I walk on the beach and make a post um, that I am doing something really, really wrong there are people dying and I can't just show up and meditate you know and be like oh look at me meditate and everything's gonna be fine and that also didn't sit well with me as a war child and as a person who knows the Middle East really well and the history of the Middle East and and I know that for hundreds and thousands of years there has been these wars and these conflicts going on and as a person who's from that land and all of my ancestors are from parts of that land I can tell you that the answer is not in our light people the people of light and by that What I mean is people who are doing the work and people who are acting from their wisdom and they're holding the torch so that everyone else can see the way. And not because this is not like 
about their ego or that they're better or anything like that. But it's just because often they have gone through so much that they know what you're going through and they know what those people that are in the war-torn countries are going through. And, but they're able to hold the light because they have done their work. And they're like, oh, I know how this feels. I know what it, this did to me. And I know how I healed myself and I got through it. These are my tools that I use to get through it. Let me show you. Let me show you the way. Not that I am the way or I am the light. It's not like that. It's just that I am a vessel. And in the same way I'm talking, I as in people like me and people like Lisa, who have truly, truly done the work. Let me hold this light because I can see now kind of where this light leads. Let me be a vessel. Let me be a tool to show you the way so that you don't think that you are alone and you don't think that you are the only one who's suffering and you don't stay in the place of being lost, you know? And as a person who deeply and deeply feels for the Middle East and the Mediterranean areas, and that's where um, 100% of my ancestry is from, I can tell you that... The way is not to be quiet. And, and it, oh, it's so difficult because um, people get so angry and there are different perspectives on both sides. And maybe that's why I've been so quiet because I just was reflecting back on what's happening. But please just speak your truth. You know, if you can see the light, please let others see that you can see the light. Don't hide. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And, but also it's important that you just meet yourself where you are. Like, I know that I needed this time to reflect and do my own work. And, uh, and I did that by naturally going quiet um although i've been traveling a lot as well but also before traveling an opportunity showed itself to lisa and i when we were still in nosara and we did this incredible uh earth medicine ceremony with two of our dearest friends now Ron and Paul, and um, it just definitely did it change my life. It definitely changed my life. And it's really interesting that it, the opportunity just presented itself right around the time when Lisa and I had this conversation about not being able to speak or not being able to post anything about where we are um, or telling people to meditate while the world's burning, you know. And I think that it was a very, um, you know, the universe works like that. It was a very um, 
kind of godly thing to be able to take part in this ceremony. Now, I'll tell you a little bit of the background on that. Because I, for one, have never done any drugs. Um, I did not drink until I was in university. And I just don't like substances that make me disconnected from my mental, you know, balance of knowing what's happening. But of course, there has been a lot of studies done around psilocybin and the, the importance of different earth medicines now in therapy. And so in this ceremony, being held really safely and a gathering of people that are all on the same journey in a way and they're there with intention to heal. And I think that that's why my experience was so profound. And one of the reasons why I think it was so profound is because I had done the work. I have been doing the work for the last 20 years. And I was able to really coach myself through what was happening while I was on psilocybin and on Blue Lotus which actually was really interesting because Blue Lotus is from Egypt originally and the ancient Egyptians used it. And it really took me right into that land. Egypt, Israel, all the way back to Persia and all the ancient world and wisdom of that. And so um, I think that it was really profound because I have been digging up the layers inside of myself and trying to heal from the trauma of being a world child and the way that that was kind of the norm of the society at that time where I was. I have spent years studying the different psychological terms and uh, also holistic ways of healing from that. Ayurveda really helped me understand the reason why I had IBS in my gut and that that IBS was completely connected to my anxiety and that that anxiety was completely connected to the way my relationships uh, would be so difficult, you know, and so mind, body, spirit, and showing up in our intimate relationships because it's hard to trust when you have been growing up in a in an environment where nothing can be trusted, and so working on all of these layers and understanding the importance of a warm, intimate, and continuous relationship with your mother and your father and your main caregivers and how that affects your mental health, going through the layers of understanding 
that your anger perhaps towards your parents also it's valid but it's also something that needs to be worked on and forgiven because they were also surviving they were also in the survival world and so all of these practices had led me to understand that it was up to me to do the work. It was up to me to decide that I was where I was. It was destiny. We wouldn't call it karma. And for whatever reason, I was there at that time. And I had to go through it. And by doing this ceremony... I was shown why I had to be there and go through it. I was shown layers of my ancestors. I was shown my dharma, my purpose. I was shown that I am exactly where I need to be today. And so why do I tell you all this? It's because... I want you to know that if you are feeling you're feeling lost or you're feeling really low energy or you're feeling like you cannot find your purpose in life or that what is the point all of it all of this that you're not alone and even people who have been doing the work year after year layer after layer And we each have a different background and a different story. And your story might not be that you're a war child, but your story is just as valid and important. And whether we've done the layers of work, whether we've done half of it, or whether we haven't gotten there yet, I know that you are on the path of healing and I know that you are questioning things and I know that you want to know more about who you truly are and what you're here to do on this planet and you want to know the wisdom that is inside your own heart that then can take you closer to your purpose and the reason that you're here and your Atman, your your true self. Because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And so you are questioning things and you want to know more. And whatever your journey and wherever you are on that spectrum of doing the work, I want you to know that you're not alone. That these are really dark times. And uh, the yogis call this the end of the fourth kala or time and the fourth kala is basically the end of the cycle it's when all the values are upside down and it's like when good looks bad and bad looks good and so you're not alone if you're feeling the pain and if you're feeling the pain of the world it means that your heart is open it means that you are of light it means that you can sense that there is something wrong here 
And so, please don't close your heart. That's not the answer. Keep your heart open. Keep rocking. Keep moving forward. Keep speaking up when you can and amongst the right people and amongst the friends that you know are on the same path as you, that can see the truth. Otherwise, there's no need to argue or try to convince someone to change their mind or that to, for them to see the truth. That's not really why we're here and what we're here to do. We are at a point in humanity where all of the arguing and fighting and struggling is kind of coming to an end and we're supposed to be standing in our truth and in our power no matter how much pain is around us. And so I think that if you maybe start looking at astrology and looking at different maybe podcasts or even um, just following one of my um, good friends, Josh, um, Josh's page. If you've worked with me, you know that we always look at our birth chart with him. And so if you follow his page, and I will put it under this podcast, you'll see that there's a lot going on astrologically and in the planetary concept as well. So everything that you're feeling is you are a micro version of that macro universe. And so you're a child of the universe and you're going to no matter what feel that. But it's more important than ever to take care of yourself and to not forget your self-care routine. Whatever that may be at this point of time. Maybe it's just that you choose your people really carefully, whether it's holidays or not. Maybe it's that you say no more often and you don't just show up into places that you don't want to be in. Maybe it's that you do your abhyanga, your oil massage every night and give your body some love and some care. Maybe it's that you snuggle with your children or your pets. Because by the way, children and pets, they're all of light. They're 100% light. And so they too suffer a lot. And so being in their presence will help you. But also if you stay in your power and alignment and remember to hold the light for everyone else or at least follow a person that holds the light. If you really need that support, know that you can follow someone that holds the light. Then your children and the pets will feel that and they will follow you. And so hang in there and hold on tight. The ship is probably going to get rockier before it gets more stable. And so we need to do this hard work together. But what a beautiful thing to have others who are experiencing the same thing as you. 
What a beautiful thing to know that you're not alone. What a beautiful thing to know that literally every client I'm working with right now is, by the way, just a piece of heaven and they all carry the world with their big hearts and what a beautiful thing to see that we're all vibrating on that on that level and that we're not alone and so I think that my what I'm getting out of all of this for my my own purpose for 2024 is to somehow connect all of you that I see that are carrying the torch in one way or another, that your hearts are open, that you're leading with your hearts, but then you're, there's so much pain because others don't get it. And maybe they don't see you or they don't, they don't understand the light right now, that their energies are heavier so often we are surrounded by family members or extended family or friends who are not on the same vibration as we are. So again, I always explain this to my clients. It's like they're in 99.1 radio station and you are in 103.2. There's nothing wrong with that. Their journey is just in a different place than yours. But it doesn't mean that you have to kill yourself and drop yourself lower until you're on their vibration because then you will suffer. And it has nothing to do with your purpose why you're on this planet. You have to be strong and stick to your own vibration and look around and see who stays with you who stays around you, who sees the light, who feels the light. Often people don't know what you're doing, but they will just say, you know what? You look really good. Like you you're, look happy and your skin is brighter and you're shining and I just want to be around you. And that's how you know that these are my people. These are the people I'm, I'm supposed to be around right now. And even though we don't see the future and we don't know what's coming, we know that we are on the right path. Yes, so we want to stick to the people of light. And that's how we know that we are with the people of light. Because I know all of you are. And if they can be comfortable around you, you know that they are too on the right path. Actually, a part of my ceremonial um, experience, I was shown that the house that I'm building in the mountain, they told me it's called the Lotus House, the Lotus House. And no one can stay there, they told me that is not willing to see God or the source or the universal being. If they're not willing to see that there's something greater than themselves, that they are there to do the work, they will feel very uncomfortable and they will leave. 
And that was a really powerful message. And in a way, I want to tell you to look around yourself and see those who don't feel comfortable being around you or they make really mean comments or they hurt you or they, you know, they just make you feel like you're not good enough or what you're doing is not good enough, then you know that you're not in the right place and they're not the people that you're supposed to be around. This is no time to step down. This is every time to step up and hang on tight to that stepping up because the universe will support you, but other people will try anything to pull you down. And so I hope that this makes sense or some kind of sense. And I hope that you take this episode as a maybe direction for the new year. Because this year I've been told that um, is the manifesting year. You know, we have been, things have been really super weird in the last few years in our world. And not that they're not right now too, but things are going to manifest. Everything that we've been working for and on, working on, is going to manifest in, in 2024. And by the way, as it's about to manifest, the universe will test you. So it will be like, hmm, you've been working for this for four years, but here is another option. So are you sure you want that or you want this? And that can be shown to you even, you know, as a form of people that enter your life. You know, you've been working so much on your personal growth. You're getting to know who you truly are. You're understanding maybe the fabric of how the universe works and how the vibration in our societies, especially in the West, but now all over the world, really, is being controlled and is being kept really down and really low so that they can control everyone. And you're going to start seeing all these layers. And I'm going to tell you now that you're going you're gonna to really doubt yourself and your intuition. And you're going to doubt whether or not you're right. And you're going to say, oh my gosh, this cannot be the case. Maybe you're going to go sign up for that course or work with this coach or that coach. And then you're going to change your mind. And then you're going to self-sabotage and be like, oh, why am I trusting this person or that person? And I just want you to see that that is all a part of this growth. So when, you know you've registered for that retreat and you know that there's going to be a lot of transformation and growth there and last minute you want to change your mind because it's uncomfortable to grow and it's uncomfortable to transform and it's scary and so you will self-sabotage yourself into oh this is just 
I'm too busy or this is too expensive or I shouldn't leave my family. And I just want you to know that that's a part of it. So in the next episodes, I will be talking about self-sabotage. But for now, please know that that's what our brains do. So the frontal cortex loves to... Um, loves to um, keep the same things the same. And as you're transforming and making changes, or the critter brain, it's called, it's going to freak out and say, are you sure you want to make this change? Because this is very different. And we haven't survived in this before. So this looks to me like we're going to die. And it's going to show up as self-sabotage. It's going to show up as, you know what, if I just break up with this person, then they won't break up with me. It's going to show up as if I just stay in my home, I'm better and, and I won't go through that transformation at the retreat. It's going to show up in many different ways. It's going to show up as, let me just eat this bag of chips and everything will be fine. So be super aware that that is a part of this growth, that growth is not a linear line. It's also not, you just go up, it goes up and it goes down. And that's just a part of healing. Stick to your truth, stick to your gut, follow the light and get yourself a coach or a therapist, or a teacher, or a leader that you really connect to. You, like when they speak, or when they teach you something, that something beautiful lights up inside of you. Like my teacher always used to say, find a teacher and follow them. You don't have to be on your own. And actually in the spiritual work, the spiritual work has never been done on its own. There has always been a guide and a teacher. If you look back, the Buddha had a teacher. Krishna was a teacher. All of these stories of spiritual beings, they've all had a guide and a teacher and a leader and a guru. And we are not beings that are supposed to be alone. So get yourself a guide Get yourself to belong to a society or a group that thinks like you, has their hearts open, that wants to uplift you to the next level and focus on that. Focus on that and see how that transforms your energy and your being and who you truly are and then how the rest of people around you like your children and your spouse are going to notice the quality of your energy shifting and they're going to shift with that. Or if they don't, you know, they'll be left behind. But often those who are really close to us and they rely on us in a way, their energy is going to shift with you. Instead of sitting there and telling them and wanting them to change, you just become the change and they just follow that. And it's an energetic thing and it's a vibrational thing. So 
again, I hope that that made sense. In the next few episodes, I'll be talking about self-sabotage. And um, I will be in the jungle next time I speak to you. And I can't wait to go there because the energy here in Canada right now is super, super heavy. So know that you're not alone. I'm with you. And see you on the other side.